What's up, you guys? Hope everybody's doing good. You've had a productive week. Um, just got out of yoga. I did yoga for an hour. It was a, it was a pretty fucking tough class today. Um, yoga really fucks me up, really challenges me. Like, it's not um, something that I'm naturally good at, to say the absolute least. Um, but I just fucking know it's really good, and I try to go to it three times a week, and try to stick to the fact that I don't know like I I genuinely believe it can make a big difference and I also genuinely believe that in the world there's only less than one percent of people who do all those things that they think they need to do to be good so um I'm just a bit fucking addictive like that so I get a I get a kick out of that um it's it's been a tough few days Jesus um well Jesus can't help me but it's still been a tough couple of days um Friday was tough and um, I did a four mile tempo on the track and then some mile reps and um, one thing I don't fully understand is I think I find altitude very difficult because I like I don't know if you guys know but I have I've been asthmatic since I'm about I don't know 13 14 years of age um I was down at the track training and, and, you know, my dad used to fucking accuse me of smoking. And he'd like, why are you wheezing like that? Why are you, are you smoking? That's what he'd say to me. Um, and I'd be like, no. And um, I had to go to the sports institute and I was running well at the time. So like, um, but I would notice in summer, my results would be like really random. Sometimes they'd be good. Sometimes they'd be like really fucking bad. Um and there wouldn't really be much explanation. And that's when my dad would kick off and like think I was smoking and things like this. And <clears throat> so, and then you, you'll you hear me do this a lot on the podcast, like, and especially when I'm up at altitude, because like, it just rips the fucking chest clean off me some days. Um, and it's something I just kind of got used to, but I think it just means like, I can have a day at altitude that I say was really fucking tough. And like, but my heart rate wasn't that high, not compared to like sea level, like sea level. Remember when I was back in Teddington and I did like a five or six mile threshold. It was in Bushy Park, fucking nailed it. My heart rate went up to like 180. In fact, in, in Louisiana, my heart rate was well above 180 and I felt comfortable. Whereas the four mile tempo on the track the other day, my heart rate only went to like 168 or 170 and I was fucking breathing out my ass and it was killing me. So I always think I just need to manage that at altitude. Um, I do different things. I do like diaphragmatic breathing and um, like obviously use my inhalers, um, which is like a curse word in this sport. But look, I, I, I literally have to or, you know, there's sometimes I race in the summer and I, my chest would be so, so tight and my back would be so tight and I'd be like coughing up fluid for days. Um and yeah, it's just something like my whole family, uh, my dad, my sister, my little sister, my bigger sister, myself, I think Dylan, my little brother, might be the only person that doesn't use inhalers, doesn't have inhalers there. Um, so it's tough, but on that note, three days, the last three days, heart rate side of things haven't, hasn't been like crazy, but fucking breathing, my chest is like, like it's almost like my throat hurts because it's not sore from an illness. It's like it's sore from, like, oxygen death. 
it's just <laughs> it's really hard to explain but it's been really tough so um friday was a four mile tempo on the track and um, i ended up averaging slightly under five minute mileing which for me up at seven thousand feet is really good and um, i felt there was a, like a a decent amount of strength there and my legs were a bit to be honest my legs were a bit battered and um, i had done i i was back in the gym on thursday and i i like went back to a program that i had sort of like probably shared with some of you guys before and so it actually involved some like actual lifting and not just like single leg balance stuff and um there was like you know bar on back squats um a couple of other things like lateral squats and um yeah quite a lot going on um so so friday morning i i definitely felt it you know i didn't feel like um i felt really fit on the track but i didn't feel like my legs were a bit leggy i think is what i told her so i did a four mile tempo and and then i did a mile around like 6 30 i think it was um and then after the mile at 6 30 we did a couple of mile reps on the track and it was just like get progressively faster um why would it do that um yeah pretty much just get progressively faster um and i think i went 50 like something like 56 50 54 52 46 i want to say um and and honestly i, I actually felt uh, the feedback to has was i felt the best in the in the final mile rep that like I feel better in the final mile rep than even what I maybe did in the tempo. And then sometimes that's just like, um, I don't have a huge breakfast. You know, I just have a black coffee with like a little cube of butter in it, just a little bit of fat. And um, if anyone wants to try that, I think it just gets a little bit of fat going. Um, and fat's pretty useful for training. Um, but yeah, um, what I usually find is sometimes like four or five miles into a session, that's when I start to sort of feel warmed up and, and things start like flowing a little bit better, you could say. So Friday was really good. And um, I like the feedback to Haas was, and this tells, this tells you all you need to know. Um, I, I text Haas and I said, that was really fucking good. Um, and he wrote back, yeah, he wrote back, yeah, good. And I think I wrote back, there was nothing fucking good about it. It was great. <laughs> and he laughed. So like, yeah, like that, that to me is a really good sign. Um, but it, it ripped the chest to me. Not Now, that ripped the chest to me a little bit. So I kind of woke up Saturday and my, my chest was a little bit tight. And, um, but then I <laughs> – so the guy that I lived with called Matt Hughes, we used to do a single track trail every Saturday. Um, and when I was in Louisiana, he went and broke the record on the single track trail. And I think he ran like – he probably averaged like 628 maybe. Um, and he didn't do it hard. This is just Matt – Matt probably knew what the record was and just sort of like, we had probably been averaging like 640 to that point. Um, anyway, so on Saturday, I'm driving to the single track trail and I'm like, ah, do I break it or do I just like, I knew that my body needed an easy day because Friday had been like pretty tough, but I, I just fucking love working hard. It's a problem. It's becoming a problem. Like Thursday night, I think I averaged sub six minute mile and on my like easy run that night because like I just felt good <laughs> um, and I was just enjoying like pushing a little bit. Um, so I got to the trail and I think my first mile was like a 621 and I just 
fucking kept hammering. Like, sorry, I swore a lot today. I'm going to stop swearing. Um, I just kept hammering, like hammer, hammer, hammer. And um, I probably got to like mile seven and I was like, boy, I'm starting to get like pretty tired. Um, and my legs are getting tired. And I think my heart rate went up to like 170 that day or 165 or something like that. And I was, I was pushing because uh, it's pretty tough. Like it's a, it's not like a tr- technical trail course, but like there's plenty of rough rocks. There's plenty of like big stones out of the ground that you've got to kind of like land on and balance and plenty of really tight corners and a couple of really steep hills. Um, it's tough. Um, but I loved it. Really loved it. Really enjoyed doing that. Um, but that wrecked my chest. Like, literally two mile into that and my chest was wrecked because I didn't like I from the start you go up a pretty big climb and from the start I just went hard and that like I think anyone that is also asthmatic will know that is not the way to manage your asthma like just going hard from the start um so yeah like I I literally was coughing up fluid the whole run like the whole run I was <coughs> and like ah big chunks of like fluid and um yeah but it's a good sign that I was able to like re- like recover and um and then I went to the creek pretty much all day it was really fun like there's a really nice like creek in Sedona um and that was good fun I had like a, a couple of beers down there actually which is I mean not not that like you guys know I'm not necessarily against like drinking and training and things like this but like it's just it's just quite relaxing to sit and have like a corona when it's a really nice day and I only had like two beers Um I was actually driving. So like, you know, if it's a three or four hour day, you can only have like a beer or two. Um, but it, it was just different. Um, and then really early night, I think I went to bed at like seven o'clock. I was tired, maybe like eight o'clock by the time I actually fell asleep. Um, got up this morning at six o'clock and today's like, even though I'm racing a half marathon in a week's time, um, I, I, the long run needs to get done um, and the longest I've gone so far in this build up is 22 miles and I, I always think of marathon running or training like a bit of like ticking boxes um, and if you don't fucking tick those boxes and you don't get the work done you know there's a couple of sessions I like to get done like the three times five mile and I still have to do it I'll do six times two mile with a one mile float um, there's just a couple of days that I like to get done and I like them to go pretty good. Um, and today was one of those days. And so I waited. I'm actually, I'm actually really fucking pumped about myself today. And I'll tell you why, like, this has probably been my attitude, this whole camp. This is my fifth week where I've averaged over like 103 miles a week. I'm just going to wash house's sheets for him because he comes back tomorrow. And that's just me being a lovely housemate. Um, yeah, I've been like a really, just a really fucking focused athlete. Like this is my fifth week, like I said, averaging like over a hundred miles, 103, I think something like that. Um, but also like I was lying in bed at like three o'clock and I could have just fucking lay there and been pretty lazy. And then I was like, no, like, you know, you just ran 24 miles this morning and it was really tough because like it was just fucking disgustingly windy today. I swore again, I heard it. Um, it was just really windy. Like it was like, I think it was like, it said 37 kilometer an hour winds. That's what it said today on like Google. And like, I, uh, I have no idea what they were, but it was, you know, there was some miles I was running like 530 and there was other miles I was running like 645 and I was like flat out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, so that, that was difficult. Um, 
but I got through it, you know, 24 miles. I think I averaged just under 610. Um, and that's solid for me. Like, like I told you, like one of the battles is like at altitude when you're doing a run that long, it's just difficult. Like sometimes it's actually easier to do a session within the run and it sort of brings your average down. But yeah, that was a, that was a day's work this morning. Like, so I'd like, yeah, like I said, like three o'clock, I'm like lying in bed and I, I'm very, very comfortable in bed. I got to tell you. Um, and then I just made myself like go to yoga and I just thought like, you know, Philadelphia half marathon is in like seven days time. Um, I've just ran 24 miles because look, Philadelphia half marathon doesn't fucking matter. Like the world champs matter. It doesn't mean I don't want to run well at Philadelphia half. That's of course I want to run well. You know, I'm racing. Like it's important to race hard. And, but like at the end of the day, if you have a world champs in four weeks time, you don't miss training. Um, I think sometimes a lot of people taper for way too many things and then, you know, wonder on the big day, like the big race day, like maybe why it doesn't go that well. Or, and like if, you've, if you're tapering all the time, well, then you never get any training done. So there's been a direct correlation in all my previous marathons. Like for my very first London, I think I averaged like 75 mile a week. And then I think for like my second London, I was like two minutes quicker and I think I averaged like 82 and then like Houston, I was 90 seconds quicker and I think I averaged like 86 miles per week or something like that. And that's like the final, I think it's the the final 10 weeks before the marathon, not counting the taper week. Um, that's pretty good. So me keeping the volume higher this time, like above 100, Obviously, my average is going to go down a little bit, like over the next, I'll probably run like 85 miles this week with the half marathon. And then I might, I might only run like 85 the week after the half marathon because I'll take a few like recovery days. Um, and then it's two weeks to go. So like I might go like back above 90, like 90. Like, or maybe around 90. I think with two weeks to go, I usually run about 90 and then I run like 70. So it'll be like, maybe like 85, 90, 90, 70. So my average will come down and it has to, or else I'll go into the race tired. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, a company sent me, it's called Liquid IV. It's a rehydration thing. And um, I actually reached out to them because Doha and because how important Doha is to me, like, um, I wanted to try Noon, and I wanted to try this liquid IV. Um, it says one stick will multiply your hydration by three. So one stick of this is supposed to, like, be, like, worth having three bottles of water. If you have, if you have one bottle of water with one of these little sashes, which I'm going to have right now, because I did yoga, and then I did a 30-minute sauna, um... Yeah, it's supposed to be really fucking good. Um, so on that note, what a fucking day. Like 24 miles this morning by myself, might I add. Um, you know, I drove drinks out for myself and I, I just, I hold myself accountable. You know, I don't make excuses. I just, I just get it done. Um, came back, had a decent lunch and had a lay down and then I went to yoga and then I did a 30 minute sauna, like because Doha's hot. Um, I, I don't know, like, you know, I, I might have quoted earlier that 1% of people are doing it. Maybe there's more, but 
who else is preparing that well, you know? And it, like, it doesn't guarantee, like, it doesn't mean I'm going to have, like, a fucking really good day, just a sec. Had to clear some water. It doesn't mean that, like, it guarantees a good day at Doha, but, like, there might be, like, 15 reasons why you'd have a bad day at Doha. Think about it, like, poor preparation, not enough volume, not enough specific sessions, not enough long runs, not enough work in the heat, not enough work in the humidity, etc., etc. Like a blister on race day, poor gear on race day, and poor nutrition strategy on race day. And I'm just the type of guy that just tries to eliminate as many of those as possible. Um, it's not difficult. You know, a lot of it you can control. A lot of it is directly in your control. Um, and, and yeah, so I just like, you know, I, I challenge anyone, apart from the fact that I had a all-you-can-eat Indian buffet this afternoon after my 24-mile long run. <laughs> but that's actually not that bad. Like, it's chicken and rice, and it's a buffet, so you can have, like, three plates, and you've run 24 miles, so you need a lot of calories and fat. I, yeah, I'll, I, I, but anyway, my, my, my serious, serious thing is, is I challenge anybody to message me for something that I'm not doing. Um, and I tell you that because I'd probably start doing it if it made sense. <laughs> like, if, you know, if, it, if there's something I could be doing that isn't drugs or anything like that or shady or all legal, I, I'd do it. Um, if I thought it would make me better. Um, within reason, like I'm still, I'm still human and that's not an excuse. It's just a reality. Um, so there's certain lengths I won't go to. Um, it is getting like, it is getting far closer to like race day that I, I have to start like, like being better with my diet and stuff. Um, not like I'm actually really light at the minute. Like I stood on the scales after the long run today. I, I probably drunk about two and a half liters on the long run i was really good today i was drinking every three mile um and i had like like i said i tried that liquid iv and then i had some more time um but i weighed myself after the run i weighed 143 pounds which i know it's not accurate because i had just ran 24 miles um but it wasn't that hot today it was only like 75 um i think my true weight right now might be like 147 that's still really light. Um, and I haven't like put any effort. I'm just tidying up past his room a bit. Um, probably cause I made a bit of a mess. Um, yeah, I haven't really made any effort. I'm going to say to lose weight. And usually I do like, I, I'm not like shy about that. Like I think it's part of the sport. If you're a professional athlete, you at some point you'll, have to monitor your weight or you'll have to try to lose weight or gain weight, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so there's no, there's no shame there. Like I actively try to lose weight, but this time round, I don't think I'll have to because I think I'm already pretty. I think what's happening is with every marathon buildup that I do, I lose muscle. I, I was doing yoga today and you do this thing where you like, you balance on your shoulders and your your trunk is right up in the air and your legs are like dangling over your head. Um, and I just noticed how skinny my legs have got. And they, I don't think they were always that skinny. Um, 
similarly when I ran with my buddy the other day, he told me like my arms and shoulders and back and stuff are starting to slim down. Um and I think that's just happened naturally. Like think wasn't that long ago I was like playing rugby and like it's not that I'm looking for like attention that I played rugby, you know, it's not like look at me, I was all muscly and played rugby. But like the latter, I was all muscly, you know, I I actively for about four months only ate fucking eggs and chicken and steak and like pump weights in the gym. So I built this like trunk, this upper body strength. You know, I was like shoulder pressing, like probably the same weight that I fucking squat now, like 60 kilograms. <laughs> and I was doing that with my shoulders and um, they were big, they were strong. And um, so, yeah, look, that's, um, I think that's a transition. So I think for like Houston marathon, I was about 150 pounds but I think that was my true weight, like based on what muscle I had, based on my body, my body at the time, et cetera, et cetera. I think because I slimmed down muscularly, maybe my true weight right now would be lighter, if that makes sense, than, um, what do you call it, um, 150? Maybe my true weight right now is 145. So if I had the same body fat that I did on the day of Houston Marathon, maybe I'd actually be like 145. Um, but yeah, who knows? Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably boring as shit for everybody, but, um, I might, I might over the next couple of weeks be a little bit better with my nutrition. I did email, um, Athletics Northern Ireland, sorry, Athletics Northern Ireland nutritionist who helps me, uh, who are, emailed me, text me, they asked me, was I okay? Did I need any help? Um, to which I responded, yes. Always say yes, never say no, because we can always learn something or improve something. Um, I said yes. Um, could she send me through her advice for all the travel that I've got coming up? Um, travel, and, and then she just said, why don't you, well, actually, I think it was maybe my idea. No, it was kind of both of our days. We were going to, I would send her through my training plan and all my travel plans. And then she would like, like set me like what, what would like make sense based on what I sent her. Um, and she sent me over a really fucking cool plan and um, like, like give me meals every day, like meal plans. Now, obviously I'll not stick to all the meal plans. Like, you know, it might say chicken risotto or spaghetti bolognese. And like, it's absolutely fine to have like pesto pasta or, you know, a stir fry or, um, yeah, like you can, you can adapt, but it's really nice because when I go to the store and I look up like the next day, I can see everything that she's put in there and then I can like do my best, to uh, like copy what she's sort of saying. And I, um, <clears throat> I knew I had been a bit sloppy. Um, I knew it was an area that I needed to like improve. Um, it's not, it is sloppy actually. I was gonna, I was about to defend myself there. It's fucking sloppy. Um, but it's, you know, you're tired. Like, I finished a long run today and drove straight home. I drank two bottles of water, three bottles of water actually, maybe like three freezing cold bottles of water, which jacked my stomach up. So, tip for the marathon when you take on cold water, gargle it and like bring it to your body temperature and then swallow. Because really cold water fucks your stomach up. Um, good tip that. Anyway, then I got back in bed. <laughs> I was like that. 
I think I just grab a little lie down. <laughs> um, and like today was really hard. I just want to say, if I were to give the Irish champs 10k, if anyone watched me at the Irish champs 10k, if I were to give that a rating out of 10, how difficult it was, I would say six and a half. I would say yesterday's run on the single track trail was harder than the Irish champs, far harder. Um, I would say yesterday was like a seven and a half. And I would say today was probably a nine. Um, like it, it was really tough and tough for various reasons. Like you're out there by yourself and you're in your fifth week of 105 mile a week. And, you know, you've done that really hard, pretty tough session Friday. You've done a pretty tough trail run the day before and 30 odd i god knows what the gusts were today but they were hurting me and i went through all sorts of emotional trauma this morning like i was pissed i was angry there was a lot of i think there was one point i was on the trail and i was like like what the fuck did i do to deserve this fucking 40 mile per hour wind in my face like are you taking the piss and like ah it was really challenging um but it's just one of those days that like I, 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 oh, this is what I wanted to tell you guys. Um, if you've seen, obviously I have the mantras that I call upon sometimes, like I'm an animal, I'm the best, like Irish 10K runner right now, you know, I've won the championship two years in a row. Um, I have a world-class running economy. That was my mantras. Um, I have a new one for Doha and I watched, um, anyone who watches John Wick, if you watch the third John Wick, John Wick 3, apparently it's on Netflix in the UK. It's not on Netflix here in America. Um, anyway, towards the end of the movie, someone happens to say to him, do what you do best. And they say, and he says, what's that? And they say, hunt. And it, I loved it. I was about to swear again, but I won't. I loved it, right? And I just thought of Doha, and I just thought of myself like, smacking my heart in my chest and just thinking hunt and I'm just thinking like mile 20 to mile 26 when people are starting to hurt and look everybody could have did 20 miles with me today but you know when you've got to go do another four miles into the headwind or whatever nobody wants to do that and I just had to go bang bang hunt and then I got it done you know it's pretty cool but I just I just I didn't plan to do that today but it just happened to come to me hunt and I smacked my chest a couple of times, which I won't do in the marathon because it kind of hurt and I was kind of tired. Um, but there you go. But anyway, I appreciate everybody listening. Um, like I say, things are good. Um, can't complain. And and hope everybody else is good. And um, I've been listening to that uh, book that I recommended you guys again. I want to. I think it's called The New Earth. Eckhart Tuckle, maybe. I mean, I'm just going to Google it because I'm right here right now and I can do that. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. Um, it's really, really good. Um, it, it's very different. Um, but I, I just think we live in a really, and I am going to fucking swear, I think we live in a really fucked up world right now where, like, it's really tough and it's really challenging emotionally. And, um, you know, people are always trying to get people down. And um, this is a really good book. I think we have to adapt, and this book is very much about adapting. I mean, look, I'm looking at it now. You can get it for $2.95 on eBay. You know what I mean? One ninety nine Barnes & Noble <laughs> bargain. Um, yeah, you have to adapt, um, and this book is all about that, like just all about just setting yourself free. I really tried today. Like 
I like I went through I I went through this phase where I was like I think I swore at the wind. I was like fuck you wind fucker. And then like I laughed about it and like ran on and was like you're an idiot. <laughs> so like it's there's still moments of you know you can be like the calmest person in the world and happy and patient and there's still gonna have moments where you blow up. But it's you know the the torment in life is when you rehearse things in your head and go over and over and over and over and over and don't let things go. Sometimes you just gotta fucking let go. Just be okay and be be happy and and okay with whatever you the the life you've been given or and um, the card you've been dealing with that or cards you've been given if that's how you want to call it. Um, the life is pretty tough right now. I think we'd all agree on that. Um, and running's really fucking joyful. Like running's one of those things that really helps you get like get hard. You know, get hard for life because running's really tough and. And we all go through challenges or running, whether it's injury or just a race not going the way we wanted or a preparation not going the way we'd wanted. And, you know, you have to adapt and overcome and, and learn and, and, and maybe change your habits in future. Um, and, and, you know, I've been really good this build up about being smart on those long runs. Like today is one of those prime days where I'd love to have dropped down a bit lower altitude and averaged like 530 per mile. You know, I went down to like 4,000 feet. And I'd have been ripping 530, 540 on the like flat ground today. Um, and I just fucking didn't do that because that's what ruined Houston for me. You know, when I complained about my hamstrings, it was not a fucking excuse. It was a fact. And the only way to fix it was not to make the same mistakes again. Um, but yeah, sorry I dragged that on a little bit. Love it. Um, yeah, I hope you picked something up today. Um, and, and I hope you all have a good week next week. I hope this starts your Monday off or whenever you listen a good start you know get after it a bit and believe in yourself and keep doing what you're doing or do more if you need to do more